0: Welcome back to another Rusty at Move podcast. And today, again, this is going to be part two. I have my sister Paula in the hot seat. And um, I'll just give you a quick background. If you didn't listen to the first uh, podcast we had with her just, gosh, I think just a few weeks ago. Um,
1: right after or before Thanksgiving. I just
0: think. before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So check that out. And this is going to be part two of that. And I really thought it would be timely. Again, Paula has... Um, over 30 years as an occupational therapist and naturopath. And she has a fantastic heart, as I mentioned during the first presentation. But she lives and breathes the stuff we're going to talk about today. And the more we discuss some of these things, I love holidays. Again, the holiday season's here. And for stocking stuffers, I am the person that buys body care products.
1: That's what I buy my kids, too. And they'll be like, what's this charcoal toothpaste
0: So as we go today, just to let you know, these are steps, and when we talk about toxicity, and we're going to get into this in just a second, but I want you to understand why we thought about this, because so many people that we work with today that have health issues, it never dawns on them that what they put on their body affects their health. Absolutely. And so, so today, um, again, this is another phase. You know, if you're not drinking enough water, or you're not moving your body a little bit, or the rest, eat, move philosophy. But this is one of those pillars. And this is actually chapter 32 in my rest, eat, move book. And I wasn't going to put this in the book, but then I realized I talk about this. In fact, I learned most of this from my sister. And so today, just to let everybody know, this is the next level But one of the funnest things I like, today I took a shower, I worked out this morning here at our facility, and we're out of the good soap. And so I realized, okay, so now I'm going to go over to the health food store later today and buy some of this stuff, but I'm going to bring that back. But I like this stuff. I get excited about it. So anyway, that's a little backstory. We have the 21-day challenge coming up January 2nd. Matt's going to be talking about that in a little bit. Things are going well here at Ontario Living. We're doing some training with teams. We're bringing many teams in. So if you have a team out there, you'd like to bring your team in for a half day, full day, two and a half day training. We're doing more and more of those. I think we've done probably close to 35 this year. And it's one of my favorite things to do. We are back on the road speaking. I was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota last week with my great friend, Jeff Breck. And 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 I was in Houston uh, the week before that. So again, we're still doing quite a bit of that, but that's a little housekeeping. And again, you have any questions, we're here to help you anytime. So reach out to us. With well, that being said, I want to welcome back my sister Paula and thanks for joining me again today. It's
1: always fun when we get together, right?
0: Well and the other thing too, Matt <laughs> we was talk saying-
1: like this normal. This is what <laughs> this is how, how crazy our family is.
0: You know, you and I get together and we just don't have enough time in the day. But uh you're coming in from Sanibel Island. Mm-hmm. Uh you live in Florida most of the year. And when I can get you here for the holidays, I think I I told Matt, I said, I gotta get my sister back on the podcast. She's gonna be here. And there's nothing better than being face-to-face yeah. versus doing it over over the phone. So anyway, that's, that's just to let everybody know that that's why I have you again so quickly because you're here, and I think this is a topic that you love to talk about, I love to talk about, and we rarely talk about it. So with that being said, welcome back. What's well, happening you. with you guys?
1: Just that we're in for the holidays. You're in Spend for the holidays, you and your husband, just Dave? Just trying to get fit it all in, but yep. enjoying it. I like seeing the snow. My husband does not. But then it's a very fun trip to go back down. All the kids are coming down, so it should be fun.
0: And you said Mac is going to be driving down with He's you going and to be Dave.
1: Doing that with us, yep, yep.
0: And I spent a couple. I spent a, a long weekend with your with your son and his his girlfriend, Allie. Up at our place up north, and we had I had a great time with him. Your your son, I just love that guy. I know, he's I just great. He's I love spongy. the spirit about him, and I, I like know. everything. He's curious and all the stuff that we and and then her. Oh my gosh, she was just incredible.
1: She is. She's a great person. I said
0: to Mac, I go, who is this? Who is this young woman how'd you you're get So lucky. Yeah, yet. how'd you get so lucky? Don't let go <laughs> of her. Thank
1: goodness, Celine and our best <laughs> yeah, friends, right? So. Yeah. No,
0: it was fantastic. So let's begin with, and again, in my book, Chapter 32, okay. I wrote this thing called The Bathtub of Health. And I talk about this right at the beginning. My sister Paula loves to talk about Bathtub of Health. What is the Bathtub of Health?
1: What, what I mean by that is that when we come into, when we're born, we download the toxic load from our, our mother, and it's not to, to bash, we all have our own toxic load. So that toxic load gets downloaded into the child. So then they're coming in with quarter of their body being toxic already, half of their body, it could even be more. So when you come in with that toxic load, our environment, and as we know as time has gone on, Everything is toxic now, our atmosphere, our air, our water, everything. So it's, we're more and more challenged all the time, and that's why we're hearing all about detoxification programs. Our body detoxifies, as we know, every single day through our liver, our kidney, all the other different organs that are helping that out. And if you keep putting toxins in, the liver can, can will get overwhelmed. So the kidneys, and if you don't, try to take some of those toxins out then all of a sudden we're we're ending up with symptoms it's because symptoms really are the the bottom line of okay, now we've gone over 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 the load, and now we have to try to come back in balance. liver and kidneys are trying to do take keep up with that, but we have to to be a little bit more cognizant and I know as I've gotten older, and I think a lot of people feel this way too, you just feel things a lot more. I feel a drink a lot easier I feel if I've eaten bad. I feel it a lot easier. My sleep gets disrupted, things like that. So we're not breaking things down as quickly. And so it's really important to try to keep that toxic load down. So that's what I mean by the bathtub. If your bathtub gets filled up too much, which means the toxic load, it overflows. And now you got a mess and you have to try to figure that out. So that's what I mean by the toxic load.
0: So as the bathtub, again, you're talking about things are more challenging today. Oh, yeah. But I tell people all the time, you know, our soil and stuff. but. But the other thing too, just to let everybody know, it's not doom and gloom that the body's incredible. Oh, it's and so, yeah, it might be the atmosphere might be a little bit more challenging or our, our soil might be more challenging. But to let everybody know it's there's lots of great things that you can do to keep your your bathtub not overflowing. That's what you're right. saying.
1: Exactly. And it, it will turn around so quickly. And what working with children, that's really shown me over time. It takes so little effort with kids because they're their toxic load isn't in anywhere near where ours is. So you do a few little tweaks, and people are just like, oh, oh, wow, they're just. And it's it's not much. It's just that their body mass is so much smaller, so they they respond quicker.
0: And I think the other thing too, to let the listeners know that, I remember back in the day when you're an occupational therapist and you're working with basically children. What what what, what ages did you start Birth with?
1: Birth to three was my my specialty. Birth
0: to back. three. So that's your specialty. But I remember you talking about one of the greatest things you could change. Is what they eat, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't taught. But that wasn't taught in your training.
1: No. Mm -mm.
0: And so when you said used to see these common things, so that's what we're talking about today: is how do you create this bathtub of health? And And
1: these small little tweaks, as we know, even with just drinking more water, having more fiber, small little tweaks can go a long way. Because again, as you guys always talk about, habits is really what you're trying to create. So if you have some better habits. And and you can do that with body care just like you do with eating. So it's the same kind of thing.
0: And and again, back to if you have it really, if your bathtub's overflowing out there, just understand that if you start doing some small changes, right. the body start the water starts going back down. Right. right. <laughs> so I want everybody to understand that because the human body. And the other thing too, re, 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 let's review real quickly which we talked about last time, but real quick, we'll go through this fast, but talk about the bulls for a second.
1: Okay, so the the bulls is just an acronym that indicates how we detoxify. If you do not have your channels of elimination open, then it's going to back up into every other system. So for example, I think I was just telling you this, I just did a a consultation with a woman who was gonna be getting her gallbladder out. And Dr. Cribs, who I used to work with, is who is a chiropractor, he always will st- have these people sent to me to do what they call a gallbladder liver flush. Because if we can get some of those stones out of there and get the congestion out of the liver gallbladder, then a lot of times the gallbladder doesn't have to be taken out. I was trying to explain to her that I, I said, before we, before we get into this whole thing, let's go through, I went through the bowls with her. How is your elimination with your bowels? That's she the was, B. That's the B. So if we're not eliminating there, we're not going to want to do some kind of flush because what's going to happen is everything's going to dump into the digestive system and then it's stuck.
0: Yeah, the highway's now jammed up. Now we've just
1: actually made the problem worse. We, you don't want to be detoxifying in any kind of sense. People are going to be wanting to go in all these detoxes after the holidays. But understand the very first step is that we got to get all those channels of elimination open. So the first is the bowels. We've got to be having a bowel movement one to two times a day. Generally, pretty much the same time. It looks okay. You're not having diarrhea. You're not having constipation. It's, it's moving, moving along. And then the next one we have is the urinary system. So does your urine not have a, a horrible odor? Is it not cloudy? It also shouldn't be like completely clear, which means you're eliminating too many minerals. But it also shouldn't be a dark, dark yellow color. It should be the, like the char- color of Chardonnay. So there's your urinary system. And then the next one would be the lungs. Are you diaphragmatic breathing? Are you exercising to get a lot of a lot more oxygen into your lungs? Are you working your lungs? Um, what's your air quality like in your home? Do you have a, a filter? Just are you breathing in things you shouldn't be breathing in all the time? Those kinds of things. And then the lymph system, which is a system we'll talk about too, that needs to be moved and it needs to you do it through massage or exercise, but it's it doesn't have a pump or and so it just, it needs to have something to help it along. And then the last one, which we're going to talk with body care, is the skin, which is the largest organ of the body. And people don't think about the skin as detoxifying, but it detoxifies. And I just recently listened to a, a podcast this week that talked about how the teeth also have a lymphatic system and detoxify every single night. Interesting, our whole body is constantly <laughs> detoxifying and it's, it's to keep us healthy
0: and again back to just to let everybody know so remember it's the bulls b u l l s and that's the super highway of elimination mm-hmm. and before we get crazy with everything we got to get that elimination the, that right. highway open so right. we don't have a traffic jam right but i think the big thing when you're thinking about cleansing detoxification but the future diagnostic we we're experts in blood work and cholesterol profiles and blah 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 but you said earlier too that if you're kidneys aren't working great, you're going to see your GFR, glomerular filtration right. rate change. Yeah. And so we're seeing a lot of that with dialysis and all this stuff going out there. You talked about the woman that has the, you can, again, we're not saying you can't have surgery, but the gallbladder's not there by an accident. And as you said earlier, when we were talking, you explained to this woman that you're probably going to have problems with elimination the rest of your life
1: usually going to have diarrhea for the rest of your life after you have your gallbladder removed.
0: So step back and say, what does the gallbladder do? It emulsifies fats, says all sorts of different things. And the other thing, too, if you take the gallbladder out, generally you're going to see type 2 diabetes because you're going to put the pancreas in a you're going really to tough the pancreas role.
1: Because it's, it's just, it makes me think back to that whole song, your leg bone's connected to right. you. Because everything's connected. So you take out, and it's not to say we can't take these some of these organs out, but they're there for a reason. And so even your tonsils and your appendix are there for a reason. So those have the least amount of complications when they're taken out. But when you take out a major organ like a gallbladder, now your liver is really, really taking the brunt and is really taxed. It's just to say that maybe we need to make some lifestyle changes. Maybe this isn't immediate, but there is people that when you get a significant gallbladder attack, you've got to get it out. And, and then you have to just deal with those complications.
0: Yeah, so again, let's just step back and say there's a, medications can fit a role, mm-hmm. surgery can fit a role. But many times if you just step back and say, hey, how can I allow my body to self-repair to heal and heal? Mm-hmm. And so just give yourself some time to think about that. Because again, I remember when you and my brother had your tonsils out, I was mad. I want my tonsils out so I can so go to do the do. hospital yeah. and have, have, ice, have cream and ice cream and stuff. But now rarely do you take tonsils out. Right. So rarely should you be taking any of these organs out unless it has to be, that's the last resort. And we know, we we talked about this with Dawn way, way back in the day, they wanted her to take her gallbladder out and she came to me and I said, hey, you can do that, but can you tolerate what's going on right now? She said, I, I'm going to, so we changed that and then she didn't get her gallbladder out and that's 16, 17 years later. But I think the other thing I just want to mention real briefly before, before we move on is that the way the body talks back to you, one of them is is breath. You just mentioned it, right? So breath is a great diagnostic tool. That like, hey, what's going on? Because if we hadn't, we've all done this, like I used to work sixty hours and not get enough sleep and working up butternut bread and come home and I'd have that that acidic breath. The body's giving you all sorts of signals, right? And if that bathtub keeps flowing up, you got to step back. Why do I have all this inflammation? Why do I have these skin problems? Why do I have X, Y, Z? Why do I have acid reflux? The body's going, wait a minute, I'm giving you all the signals.
1: Your body is always talking.
0: And you're, you're just not listening. Yeah. So everybody's, so step one is just being aware of your bathtub. Yeah. And do you feel like your bathtub's overflowing, whether I can't sleep anymore, my blood pressure's too high. You can put anything in the bathtub, right?
1: Oh, yeah. So, right.
0: so it hasn't had to be one thing. And then I want to talk about, because you, again, you taught me a lot of this stuff. But let's, let's get into the endocrine system. Let's talk about that just for a second. Mm-hmm. So if somebody says to me, hey, Paul, what, do, what are these things? Well, I've heard these things called endocrine disruptors. What is that? What does that mean?
1: What that means is that when with the skin, it'll be the largest organ of the body, and you're bypassing the digestive system, the, bi- the, the digestive system in a way is a buffer. So when you put things in through your digestive system, it's going to take a lot of the toxins out before it even shoots that over to the liver to detox, right? The skin is directly a reflection of your bloodstream. So I always tell people with the skin, it, it really is a reflection of how clean your blood is. So a lot of times I, I have people really target foods that were, are really blood cleansing. And the, how do you know that? They're either dark green or they're dark red. Those are very like skin types of blood purifying kinds of foods, right? But being an endocrine disruptor, what's that mean? And I know this more than anybody going through menopause. You start to have to look at things even more carefully, not just your diet. Now you have to look at body care because whatever you're putting on your body is directly going through your bloodstream. And then your liver's having to deal with that, right? If you look at most body products, if they're not organic and they don't have some of these ingredients that we, and we'll talk about what ingredients those are, a lot of them are petroleum-based, which means they're just crude oil. We can't detoxify crude oil, can't detoxify it at all. So now our hormones are out of balance because these phthalates or these endocrine disruptors have now interfered with the balance of the hormones in the body because the hormones are looking at those going... Oh, this mimics estrogen. These petroleum-based products look like you are getting more estrogen. So there's so many women out there that are either in perimenopause or through menopause that have a lot of estrogen dominance, and you know that through hot flashes and different kinds of things, different symptoms that are going on. That's where I took another deep dive when I was going through menopause. and I already was doing cleaner body care, but I thought, okay. Let's really look at these ingredients in every product that I'm using. And one of the things, and I still struggle with it, is makeup. Because there's certain, I think we all like our certain makeup. I really like my Maybelline mascara. I know it's a bunch of crap, but I still really like it. So I have to, just like we talk about, Chris, with food. Okay, what are you putting in your body every day? I like coffee, so I make sure I put in, I have an organic coffee. So I'm not having those chemicals, right? Same thing with the body products that you're using, whether it's your toothpaste or your your body wash or your soap or your yeah. hair care. All of these things are going to disrupt, if they're not from good ingredients that nature provides, they're going to disrupt our endocrine system.
0: So let's, let's step back just for a second here. And so when you think of the endocrine system, everybody, it, it's... It, it, what Paul is talking about is hormones. So this is your thyroid, pituitary gland, adrenals, pancreas, thymus, ovaries, testes, just to name a few. That's what you you were just talking about. That and these hormones, if if you said what is a hormone, all it is is a chemical messenger. Right. It's communicating the body. So it's like right. it's like a, an orchestra. So if you're at Carnegie Hall and the tuba decides he's going to take a nap or she's going to take a nap, right? Then The it's not going to have the... back
1: to that whole the body's connected.
0: Yes. So again, just think of everybody as the hormones or chemical messenger. The body talks back. But now you're taking the orchestra and now you're, now you got people asleep at the switch. So now something's, now I have to play louder, faster, whatever it is. So that's what we're talking about. Now the hormonal endocrine system, the hormonal system is out of balance. Mm -hmm. And rarely, rarely in my 38 years doing this is being talked to people when they see their medical professional. Rarely do I hear this, ever. And I'll bring this up. This is why we're talking about it today. Has anybody talked to you about endocrine disruptors? So you're hearing a little bit about it today, yeah. Today, yeah. but you sure didn't hear it five years ago or 10 years ago. So everybody, so now that what Paula's saying is she's talking about estrogen and I'm getting it with the testosterone. Many men, and they're like, mm-hmm. what's causing my testosterone level to be low? You're probably not sleeping and this and that. But the other thing, too, is you have these disruptors. Mm-hmm. And they're using lava soap, and they're using this toothpaste, and this. They never even thought about that stuff that they put on their body.
1: Chemical soup. They Chemical,
0: just don't understand it. And then they're mm-hmm. using cleaning things. So everybody, that's it. So let's just go through sure. a few of these common Endocrine disruptors, and then we're going to get into okay. Now, what do I do? But just to let everybody know, the f- the first one I, I list here is parabens, and they're everywhere. So walk walk us through what, what are what are those, and where what do they do?
1: I don't know specifically, to be honest, what each of the endocrine disruptors do. All I know is that they disrupt the endocrine system. So
0: so I'll back up for a second. So parabens are used as preservatives. Okay, and they you yeah. put it in everything. They put it in. Soaps, moisturizers, shampoos—it's no different than a trans fat that they put in bread. Why? I when I worked at Butternut Bread, I'm like, why do they put partially hydrogenated oil in bread? Right. It allows so it not. These,
1: you're saying <laughs> that it's basically these fats that the body can't really break down.
0: Can't break it down. So again, that's what they are. These are preservatives, and they use them a lot in lipstick, makeup. Mm-hmm and toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You're putting that on your skin, in your mouth every day. The other one is phylates. And when you think of phylates, they're in all our plastic and liquid soaps, if you're not paying right. attention to it. Then we move into formaldehyde. People are like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Formaldehyde is in nail products, hair dyes, some shampoos, and maybe, just maybe, in some brands of decaffeinated coffee. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
1: Because they're trying to take the caffeine out. Mm-hmm.
0: so but They're just cleaning it. Everybody wake up, knock it. <laughs> what's going on? Then we got plastics. And again, these are different levels of, again, voiding plastics. I think we're all... And then you have dioxin, which is in sound, found in milk, eggs, meat, fish, butter, lead. One of my great friends, John O'Leary, used to call it silver lead. Again, we now realize that lead's found in many things, but lead is found in eyeliners, mm-hmm. lipstick, And most cosmetics. Yes,
1: makeup. Mm -hmm.
0: Then we get into mercury, which again, you talk a lot about that. Again, it's found in many things, skincare products, heavy metals, (laughs) seafoods. Glycol, found in many paint and cleaning supplies. Mm -hmm. Arsenic, which is found in drinking water. Again, good reason to look at maybe having a water ionizer or some type of filtration system at your house for drinking water. But those are just some common endocrine disruptors. And really,
1: it's not so important what's in them. But what I would say to people is when you're looking at your, and here's a really good little tip too, is there's a couple really good apps out there. One called Yucca. Another one is the EWG app. And you can put it up to the barcode of any product and it will score it. And I did this with all my products and I thought I had a really good deodorant. Came out bad. That's so good. It was like, wasn't even okay. It was like bad. I was like, wow. But it's just interesting. The whole the whole point is really that we're trying to say is that they're disrupting the endocrine system. They're making, when you think about with men, we're putting all these plastics into men too. So women are estrogen dominance, but now men are getting too much estrogen, which is not really, men have a little bit of estrogen, but they're really that's what's probably driving down their testosterone a little bit too. So Absolutely, it's, it's affecting both sexes. That could have that could yeah. be a whole yeah. another conversation. Oh, that could be a whole podcast <laughs> in itself. Yeah, get
0: back to that. So before we jump off of this, let's talk a little bit about upgrading your body per- care products. Where we're talking about it, I always start with, and you, you again, you're a big fan of this. But when you're sitting down with people and you're saying, okay, let's begin. If you're interested. Let's just take a look, and I, I, I sometimes, and you've done this before, but I want you to bring in all your body care products. Mm-hmm. Bring them in a bag, yeah. And I'll do this with my clients. Bring them in a bag and bring them in,
1: because it can be an overwhelming step.
0: It's just an overwhelming step, and we'll start with some basic things. But the first thing that that you would have somebody do coming in, what would be some of the first two three things you would have them do? What would be one of those steps again? Building habits.
1: The f- First thing I would do with women would be looking at their deodorant because most deodorants have aluminum in them. So anytime you put a heavy metal in a product, you're you're putting toxicity into them. So if you think about where the armpits are, it's really close to the breast tissue, mm. and so now we're putting a, a, a very toxic thing near that system. And this is a very this is a very lymphatic system. So you really want to look at with your deodorant, get the aluminum out of it. Try to find, there's a lot of salt-based products, but it's you're looking for a deodorant to have some basic things that you can pronounce, and then you're looking maybe for a fragrance in there, which shouldn't be a fragrance, it should be like an essential oil, like Correct. like a lavender or that kind of thing, to help with the smell and help the bacteria not get overwhelmed. But at the same not time, not trying to stop you from perspirating because yeah, so let's, that's uh, that's the way the body's trying to detox. Correct. Trying to so get let's go, let's sweat. go. So
0: we're not recommending ever everybody an antiperspirant.
1: We don't want to stop Run now. F- there is times where you might need one, but the whole idea is when you're doing something every single day. Yes. Go with something clean.
0: If you're gonna get in front of fifty thousand people on live TV, and you're you don't nervous. do want to have big sweat. <laughs> but number one, I would have, I would coach my clients and I'm like, just wear clothing that, that doesn't really, Yes, I believe, and I think you believe the same thing, and our perspirants are no, no, no. Number two is when you think of a deodorant and what Paul is saying is that al- aluminum blocks that lymphatic system and we're seeing major, major breast cancer all across the board. Mm-hmm. Ladies and men, no more aluminum underneath the armpit. So again, you can find these deodorants. And the other thing too, we you just mentioned it. Play with it. If you don't like it, yeah. try another one. Yeah. But you go to your health food store, and and try some of these out because they work. I I I have I use Schmidt's, It works for me. But there's many many out there that you could try and right. and that work and they're very healthy for you. So again, I like that number one. And I was
1: talking about. I don't know if you have noticed, but I've seen the the commercials like that Lumi commercial. Like they're talking about products now that that they say they say aluminum free. So it's out there. It's out this there. This information that is finally getting out there, and I'm glad to see that it is. But we really want to stay away from heavy metals. If there's a ton of chemicals and you can't pronounce just like with our food, stay away from it. Yeah,
0: so if you're looking at that label and it has anything to do with alum- aluminum, no more antiperspirants, everybody. Start with a better deodorant. Right. And they work. I'm not t- – they work, okay? What would be number two? Because I completely agree, deodorant would be the thing I would start with. What would be number two on your list? I would say
1: the next place I would go would be just body care. What are you using for body wash? What are you using for soap? I have gone back to more of a glycerin, just a basic soap. A lot of times I just buy them at like markets where they're just using simple ingredients, shea butter, they're using coconut oil, things like that.
0: So if I'm using a, a soap, I always tell my clients, can you bite it and eat it? Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, I'm not saying you're going to do that, but that's the same thing. So again, soap, body wash, shampoo, start looking at that. And they, it gets exciting because they're great stuff. Clay, there's all sorts of wonderful things to do. I think the other thing you said at the very beginning, what about toothpaste?
1: And that can go into a whole nother realm here. But I use a, a fluoride free, no fluoride toothpaste. And the reason being is that people don't really understand, but fluoride, was put in toothpaste, they have did a few studies, and there is a slight increase or slight help in terms of helping with tooth decay, but not really, because it's, alumi- it's an aluminum byproduct. So it basically means, so you'll see it's called fluoride. What we really need is fluorine. Fluorine helps to have um, strong bones, things like that. But really fluoride, is it's dumbing us down. They've already done many, many tests on areas that do not use. Mount Pleasant is one. Mount Pleasant has taken fluoride out of their water system. Boulder, Colorado doesn't have fluoride in their water system. So that's a municipal kind of thing that's voted on, but fluoride in general is not really helping your teeth. It's There's so much to fluoride, but I use a fluoride-free toothpaste. There's so many out there that are natural brighteners like things that have baking soda in them, things that have turmeric in them, things that have neem in them. So you can go to a health food store. Tom's is a brand that I know is even at Meyers now or it's Nature's
0: Gate. There's a whole bunch of different options. There's a whole bunch of
1: brands that you can now see at conventionally even grocery stores. Mm -hmm. So I look at that and even with children, I never use the fluoride treatments that they did at the dentist. I used to make Mark Mallory, my dentist, crazy because he's oh gosh, what do we, what can't we do now? So <laughs> and I say yeah, but it's an, it's an unnecessary product that needs to be in there, and again, it's an aluminum product, so, so we're putting aluminum in our body and we're swallowing it. And if you look at what toothpaste says on it, toxic, do not swallow.
0: Yeah, so, how do you not swallow? You're giving it to your kids and their right. grandkids are not going to swallow it. Right. So but I think be- what you're saying about the toothpaste is really it's it's so let's just make this simple everybody start with your your deodorant and really look at that and and again we have a handout called brand favorites on our websites yeah. under the downloads and all we do is you d- just give you better brands to choose from that you can find everywhere we don't sell it or just but i think the other thing too when you think about toothpaste i always get excited about like trying different types of toothpaste yeah some work better than others some i like better but again if it doesn't have real food in it basically real ingredients we're not we're not putting in the body and and as you mentioned fluoride is again that's a whole another podcast in itself we don't need fluoride everybody just let you know don't need it hook line and sink along the way
1: it's also an endocrine disruptor it's an
0: endocrine disruptor fluoride and chlorine are two
1: really big
0: and the last thing i'll mention here because again i like this a lot but what i put on my skin is a moisturizer Mm-hmm. I use almond oil, coconut oil, macadamia nut oil, but it's just, that's all it is. So what you mentioned about your makeup, what you put on as moisturizers, things like that, everybody. Even, we even give out chapstick, it's the real deal. There's nothing in it.
1: I love it. the Target chapstick.
0: The Target living chapstick, yeah. we just put it out there. We don't We don't sell it, we just give it away. But again, these are all ways to improve your body care products. And I think right. this is a big deal, everybody. That if you're trying to keep your bathtub healthy, we can't let it overflow. And this is many times, with all the cancer creeping up in our world today, all the heart disease, all, the, all of the other things we got going on, we need to pay attention to this.
1: And the other piece to that, too, with the whole skin piece, when you're putting something on your skin, the products that are made out of petroleum are very drying, and they upset that whole mantle of the skin in terms of, now we've become too acidic, and so then we're really dry. I never feel like I'm ever dry anymore. Like I do remember years ago. It's like, it's like
0: your hair. When you think about the body being acidic, Mm -hmm. the first thing that goes out the door is minerals. Right. And minerals are what they put in shampoo to make your hair better. Right. So hence back to this cycle. Like why is my hair and why are my nails, why is my skin, why is it not healthy? Because it's, it's, the bathtub's getting too full.
1: So we don't want to strip our our mantle our 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 layer of our skin that's protecting us
0: i was telling matt the other day i said you know there's a there's some different hair restorative medications they're advertising on Mm -hmm. all the time and i said to matt why don't we again this is a marketing thing why don't we start marketing wheatgrass as a hair restoration
1: yeah because what happened to you once you start taking it (laughs) <laughs> remember you used to have graying and then all of a sudden it's like know, yeah. i think that's incredible chris though but i have the same problem now it's so interesting from i think from tate and that's the only thing i can point it to is i don't have to i do some hair things but it's because my roots are dark not light, well it's not interesting
0: like i had a woman years ago uh-huh. i had breast cancer and she went through chemo and all that and i said to her because now they do md anderson they do wheatgrass and things like that and i said here's the deal when we when we when you get through, start, when you're done with your chemo, we're, we're, we're bringing this hook, line, and sinker. So I had her doing five to eight ice cubes a day. Next thing, her hair's growing out thicker than ever better. Right. And her oncologist's is going, I got to ask you, what are you doing? She goes, what do you mean? She goes, I've never seen hair come back like this and so vibrant. And she goes, my, my guy has me doing five to eight grass ice cubes a day. But then it hit me, this was a hundred years ago that. When you think about what you talked about, the pH and the alkalinity and yeah. why is it the body, why is my hair all met, Why is this and that? The body, the bathtubs, yep. it's its so, again. And it's
1: also, what is weak, 92 minerals or something, something yeah. crazy. So, you know, you're mineralizing. Anytime you're going to mineralize anything in the body, it's going to flourish. It's going to grow. But if so.
0: you tell guys they're going to have better hair mm-hmm. or women they're going to have better skin, mm-hmm. But it's nothing magic. It's no smoke and mirrors. It's just understanding yeah. the body's going to do what you said earlier. The skin is, heals from the inside out. I want to step back for a second, and let's talk about the dirty dozen, just from a food standpoint, oh, yeah. pesticides. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go jump into the lymphatic system. That'll be the last thing we'll talk about. Okay. But well, let's walk through, when you think about pesticides in the food industry, you talk about the dirty dozen. Explain to the, the listeners, what, what is the dirty dozen?
1: The dirty dozen is is basically if you're going to pick, you're going to go into your grocery store and try to find, because that's where a lot of people start when they try to transition to organic, is you're looking at fruits and vegetables that you should pick out generally that are organic. And it's not for you to have to remember memorize this list, and this list sometimes changes all the time, but just know anything with a thin skin is going to be in the dirty dozen because They have to use a lot more pesticides to protect those fruits and vegetables. You know, your apples, your pears, your anything with a a thin skin, whereas the, the, what do they call it, the Clean 15 is the opposite of that, which means they're not using as many pesticides and there's a thick skin, which would be like a pineapple or an avocado. So you don't have to necessarily buy those organic. So that's where you want to start. You want to really start with your berries. Those are, you can't. It's not like you can really do much with that, but but go organic because they're hard to wash. You can't really wash that residue off with berries as much, so that's where you want to start in terms of with your food. What things to be organic? The clean or the the dirty dozen, and then the clean fifteen, which which ones you don't have to necessarily.
0: So what you said is, in, in my opinion, it's gold. So everybody, you don't have to memorize this. It has a thin skin, so I just have a list here: apples, bell peppers. Carrots, celery, cherries, grapes, lettuce, nectarines, peaches, pears, spinach, strawberries, just as a few. If you're going to start organic yeah, and you whatever you eat the most of, and if you eat apples regularly, you need to buy them locally. Ideally, if you can get them organic, that's yeah. what you want to begin. And then mm-hmm. I don't have to buy a banana or, you know, that an avocado a or skin, a panicle right? pineapple with a, th- because a thick skin. So you don't have to change everything overnight. But those are the things you want to begin with. So I just want to touch on that because I think that's another important. I don't want to have all these pesticides in my body if I can just make these small changes right. along the way. I want to end with talking a little about part of the, the bulls. We talked yeah. about the bowel, the urine, mm-hmm. the lungs. But I want to talk about a little bit about the lymphatic system and the skin as we wrap this up. Okay. So when you 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 touched on the lymphatic system, explain to the listeners a little bit about what is the lymphatic system.
1: The lymphatic system is a part of your entire body. In terms of it's it's really a detoxifying system. It's part of the immune system. It 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 doesn't really have a pump, so it needs help. So we always talk about li- draining lymphatically. And for and, sh- and I should show you, there's actually in naturopath school we learned this. Lymphatic rub where you rub different areas of your body to stimulate your lymphatic system. But easy ways to to really stimulate that lymphatic system is to make sure to, because again, we have to move this interstitial fluid throughout the body. And so whenever, and I think we mentioned last time, anytime something is stagnates, that's when we're in trouble because the body always wants to keep everything moving. If we don't keep everything moving, now we're going to stagnate, then we're going to get a cyst, then we're going to get a tumor, then we're going to get a growth that kind of things. We want to keep things moving all the time. Things like jumping on a trampoline, a rebounder, doing exercise where you're moving. Your,
0: yeah, just get my arms moving.
1: Just just moving your yeah, body pumping around. Right now. Just jumping off the on the floor. Just little things where you you get things where you're you're moving stuff. I have a vibration plate, which is a really nice way. It's it's just That's a really nice way to help the lymphatic system. So, when the lymph lymphatic system is is stressed, you're going to see some swelling, you're going to see edema, you're going to see things like that happening where people are carrying a lot of inflammation and fluid. So it's just important to keep that system moving and, and so it can detoxify and, and move things along.
0: You bought me a, a vibration platform, plate, whatever you want. It's just a vibration table and I use it all the time. Yeah. In fact, I use it this morning. So everybody out there, they're not expensive. Mm-mm. And you just plug them in, hit the power bubble, get on each side. And I have all my clients do it. But it's fantastic for people that have neuropathy or, but for everybody, yeah. I have almost every one of my clients coming in and getting on that, that, that little platform to get in there. But what you're talking about the lymphatic system is that really it's a built-in sanitation system. And so okay. as you mentioned, it's a cleanser, detoxifier, but it doesn't have a, a pump. We have to be the pump.
1: We have to be the pump. So that's why I think that the the, um, vibration plate works really nicely for especially people that cannot move. So if you have an elderly parent that isn't going to exercise or can't, it it really can help with just stimulating those muscles, the lymph system, all of it by just putting their feet on it. We
0: sell those mini trampolines and we have a handle on them. Mm -hmm. And I had a guy the other day that had a knee replacement. And he was really nervous. And I said, I just want you to stand on this thing, hold on to it. And we're not doing anything except just creating this little movement up and down. He goes, wow, this doesn't bother my knee. I'm like, it's not supposed to. But he came in and he's talking about lymphatic drainage. And I'm thinking to myself, this is one of the great." And as soon as I showed it to him, he's like, wow, this is something I need. I go, yeah, because it's, now the body's doing it naturally. Right. And you're creating that lymphatic movement, like you said earlier, Many people can't do certain things. You're not gonna go do jumping jacks, or you're right. not gonna run fast in place, but you definitely can do some of these things. Or if exactly. you have a, a person that can't really move at all, that's where the vibration doesn't. I think two hundred and fifty dollars or less somewhere in that range.
1: Mine was like one twenty. I think.
0: yeah, I mean so you can get that's it. Everybody let you know on that. But this is a big deal because when that, as you mentioned, when you don't when everything starts to sit back, it's like a river if it doesn't flow. It's gonna, You're
1: going to get some buildup. It's, it's going to get up. A, It goes back to that whole idea that, that we got to keep things moving so that the channels of elimination are, are, are moving. And it, in terms of massages and also another oh. amazing technique to help move lymphatic tissue, especially for people that if you can't exercise, then maybe sure get a massage once a month.
0: One of the things I, I write in here is like, what causes congestion and sluggish lymphatic system? But as you mentioned right or right at the front, lack of movement
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: dehydration number two,
1: yeah gotta keep that's why when after you have a massage you feel like a noodle you got then your body is really detoxifying after a massage so you have to they always tell you drink a lot of water, drink a lot of water yeah
0: back to stress, constipation or diarrhea processed foods and healthy skincare products which we've been talking about mm-hmm. and exposure to toxins and carcinogens if we Put a list, so if you're making a list right now and you want to improve your lymphatic system, which is a big part of your immune system, yep. number one, we got to practice better breathing. Yep. And you mentioned the very beginning, as I use my diaphragm, the lungs I'm eliminating. Number two is hydration. Number three is moving my body every day. We talked about that, the mini trampoline, whatever. Now, you've talked to me about this a lot before, but talk about dry brushing the skin before showering.
1: Oh, yeah. forgot about that one, but yeah. Dry brushing is where, again, you are stimulating because the skin, you'll get that layer, that outer layer needs to be exfoliated so that you can get the the skin breathing. Dry skin brushing, it's like, it's a, it's a brush that's, the 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 head of it is about this big and it's got a long handle because you start at the bottom of your feet and you do it when you're dry. You don't do it in the shower when you're wet and you start up the body and you move towards the heart. So you're doing, you're just brushing and and you brush hard. It's not real pleasant. But when you do that, now you've you've stimulated the lymphatic system, but also the skin. You get rid of that when you're in the shower. And that helps to move the lymph around really well and also help with detoxification. So that's another really good detoxification technique.
0: So again, everybody, you don't have to do this every day. No. It's almost like flossing for your skin. So again, it's just a way to help exfoliate. And then you just mentioned it, which I'm a huge fan. You're a huge fan of, but massage. Mm-hmm. But everybody, let's stop for a second. You don't always, I, I have amazing massage therapists in my life. And that's a big, important thing. Get a couple of massages a month every month because it helps my whole body eliminate. But you can do self-massage.
1: Oh, absolutely. And so
0: when I'm taking a, an Epsom salt bath, I'm doing my calves, my feet, whatever. But everybody, I want you to all do this. When you're at laying down at night in the bed. I want everybody to massage their belly. And I learned this from Jill Marlin over at Peak Performance. But one of the things she was talking to me about, we were talking about my spine and this and that, but you start from the left and you move in and you just start massaging just in this massaging your, your, your basically your organs and you're coming both sides and then you're moving from top and bottom. So what, but again. As you mentioned earlier, you're getting these things moving. So think about doing a belly massage.
1: Especially if you have digestive issues. Absolutely. Especially with constipation. I used to teach the families that all the time how to do a belly massage. And basically, I would just say, you you just want to move clockwise. Just move clockwise. Because the body goes, the colon goes up, it goes sideways, and it goes down. So I'd say, just do an upside down, I love you. So you go, I, and then upside, upside down. That's perfect. Like you. I love that. So it's so, a good way to get the belly so massage. So get the
0: belly massage going on. We, infrared sauna, I have one up at my place up north. Again, by cleaning the body, loose, breathable clothing. We just talked about skincare products. And then we have eating more foods, especially fruits and vegetables. And then l- let's stop for just a second. You mentioned earlier, and I really like this, Certain foods are really cleansers, and one of them is chlorophyll, which is greens. So that's why we're a big fan of wheatgrass, spirulina, chlorella, bok choy, broccoli, asparagus, all that kind of stuff. But the other thing you mentioned is foods that were high, basically red. Just mention dark in color. Dark in color.
1: Dark in color. Just like you used to say when you go shopping, you sh- your your grocery cart should have a variety of colors. But the deeper the color is, the more antioxidants that are in there, those foods. That's why it's just really important to have that variety of colors. But I think I talked about it last time. Is, is It's called the doctrine of signature in naturopath school, which means whatever color or shape something is, it's usually going to pertain to the organ. it
0: helps. Yeah, yeah I, I just love that.
1: So if things are red, they're going to help your blood, which is going to help your skin, which is going to help your circulation, which is going to help your heart.
0: All right, so stop there. So everybody, did you hear that? Anything red is going to help your blood. It's going to help your Makes circulatory system. Perfect. Yes. So like beets. There's nothing beets. better to clean the body than than beets. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, I hate beets. Maybe once a month, once or two weeks, whatever. But you're bringing beets to the party.
1: Pomegranate.
0: Pomegranate. Dark
1: colored grapes. Dark
0: cherries. Prunes. Yes.
1: All these dark colored. guess yes. What else are high in magnesium? All of those types of foods are gonna be really important for that. Same thing with the green things. What's, what is, what's the green foods really? They really help the liver, and they really help the bile for the gallbladder. Those are going to be generally bitter-flavored foods, and they're going to help with cleansing. So,
0: so, everybody, this is gold information. Like, how do I clean my body? You eat greens. You drink water. You eat foods that are especially darker foods, such as the reds, for my blood. It, it, and then by moving my body a little bit, you can see how this starts to roll. Mm-hmm. Then our bathtub then, then starts about, to get. What
1: about you think about walnuts? What are those for? <laughs> oh, your brain! And guess what? They look like a brain. <laughs> so does cauliflower. <laughs> Looks like a brain. It helps your brain. It, so it's it's interesting how you just I thought used to think that was just it, it was made it easy for me to be able to. And it's but it's uh, there's
0: something there. Okay, yeah, it nature wasn't. Is, nature is. It's not an accident. It's not an accident. You've taught me that before. Okay, you want to have a healthier brain, you need to eat cauliflower once in a while, or you need to make sure you're eating walnuts or omega-3 fats. And again, it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. All right. I think the last, we've covered skin, but the last thing I want to talk a little about is just essential oils, aromatherapy. We don't have to go deep dive in no, this, I don't, but, no. but but they're, just, just they're
1: all they're all over the place now. So I think yes, it's just important. we need
0: to have a little bit of conversation about it
1: with essential oils. Basically, this has been around for over two thousand to five thousand years. They the the it goes back and it's in the Bible. It's in so many different places where it was nature's first medicine. And basically, all you're doing it's just aromatic oils that are distilled and and really concentrated to just give you an idea, to make rose oil, they have to, to make one little bottle of rose oil takes 2000 tons of rose petals. So it's a very concentrated plant is really what you want to look at it like. And you use them in such a variety of ways. You, you use them for detoxification. you, You can use them for mental health, for uplifting. You can use them for helping you be more sharp, different kinds of things like that. But they, can stimulate the immune system. They can kill bacteria and viruses. There are so many uses out there for them. And there's just some basic oils, I would say, that are really helpful. And one being lavender, we call it the universal oil. So if you get one essential oil in your your system of things you're going to be doing, get lavender oil because if you don't know what to do, just use lavender. But lavender generally helps with headaches. It helps with sleep. It helps with relaxation. Those are the big things that lavender does. It also helps with the skin. And then you have your citrus group. Your citrus group is going to be lemon, grapefruit, bergamot, those kinds of smells. And those are ones I use usually go for more diffusing because they're acidic. So you're not going to put that right on the skin. I always tell everybody, make sure you have a carrier oil. If you're putting anything on the skin, you need to put a carrier oil with it, Means which means Something that's going to help dilute it a little bit, which would be like an olive oil, a coconut oil, and an almond oil, those kinds of things.
0: So if you took, for example, if you're not doing aromatherapy, you're going to put it on the skin, you have to have a carrier oil. You have
1: to have a carrier oil. And the first place I tell everybody to do it, you just start with the bottom of your feet. Because the bottom of your feet, you have those reflexology points that correspond to every tissue and organ in the body. You don't have to know where those points are. But you just put it on the bottom of your feet and it really helps. And one of the ones I like to do in the wintertime is what's called Thieves Oil. Now that's a brand from On, tar- or on, on Target Living, from Young Living Oils. But doTERRA has one called Bandits. Basically, it's a, it's a blend of all the, what I call the Christmas smells, like the clove, the cinnamon, all of those types of things. And it goes on the bottom of your feet and you just smell like Christmas. It's And it kills viruses and bacteria. I and mean, with that,
0: you don't really have to do, it's already in the product. You really don't have to do anything. And, yes. To... And
1: really, all essential oils is that what they do is they bring oxygen to the tissue. For example, if you, I remember when I was in naturopathic past school and they did this where they put garlic on the bottom of our feet, garlic essential oil on the bottom of our feet, and we could smell it in our breath within 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's... So it
1: goes through every cell in the body very quickly. You should, you'll hit about every cell within 20 minutes after applying it, but you also can target it to an area. So let's say you have digestive issues, then you can use some of the essential oils, you can look them up, but it's going to be like ginger and anise and those kinds of things can help with digestion. So there's different oils that help with different... different So I
0: think the big thing for everybody is that now we create a little bit of awareness. And for many times, you start with some of these things very small, but again, if you want to learn more about it, there's resources out right. there is there any specific book you would recommend
1: oh i don't have one specifically cuz i have many of them
0: but i think what you but said i early... would just
1: say look for the word aromatherapy or use of essential oils in common i also put it in cleaning products i make my own cleaning products we didn't really get into that but just but it's keeping getting back to toxicity cleaning products clean and yeah. baking soda and yeah but still i can the,
0: the point of this podcast today is we want to create this awareness I remember, like when you think of aromatherapy, I think it's an easy way for everybody to start. Yeah, because you can just get a, a diffuser. You just
1: get a diffuser, and and the citrus oils are really for oh, uplifting. So I, good. I would always use those in preschools because they help the children just calm down, and but at the same time keep not fall asleep. Like lavender makes you really scared. Yeah,
0: or you got peppermint like you, makes you. Go if act.
1: you use some of those those oils that are citrus, they can really uplift a mood and really keep people more in harmony, more.
0: And I yeah. remember when our mother was in the last little part well, of her life. We were do yeah. it, didn't they thought we Could have done it, yeah. But <laughs> but it's interesting. And she was in this amazing, like a almost like a hospice type right uh, situation. But she had this room, and it was right on the river. It was beautiful. And then I remember giving her foot massages with we had the
1: diffuser going. We had in the diffuser room going. And the people, were, we're doing what
0: is going foot on? Foot massages with essential oils and. And I remember you had the whole deal, and all of the 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 people that were working there loved to come in the room because it smelled incredible it smelled so nice, and yeah. you're
1: not just putting fragrance in the air, putting so that's just one thing else to hit on is these these plug in kinds of things oh. that you Oh, you bad. Put it in for Not good. Those are all toxic. So they're, yeah. that, now we're putting the
0: respiratory right. system again. So, so again, aromatherapy yeah. is a big deal, as you mentioned. So, it's an easy thing to do. I have one in my office at my house. I use it here. Yeah. So, it's the same thing that you can do easily to allow you to create this carrier versus having to always actually put the, the stuff on directly on your skin. Remember, what you put on your body goes in your body. Yes. And so everybody's getting getting...
1: processed by that that poor organ, the liver.
0: And I'll, I'll tell a funny story here as we wrap it up, but I remember you telling me about this, and this was a long, long time ago. I'm at Foods for Living, our local health food store, and they have all these essential oils and... I'm in there putting it on like aftershave. I'm putting it on my neck and I'm putting, it, <laughs> and I'm telling my sister this. And she said, what are you doing? There's no carrier oils. That's so potent, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you I thought burn to myself, I didn't even, I didn't know anything about yeah, it at yeah. the time. You know, this is a long time ago, but I didn't know anything. And she goes, you did what? I'm like, fast trying all these little, cause they had all these little testers. Right. And I'm trying all these, t- <laughs> she goes, it's not, it's not cologne. You don't put it on your skin like cologne. And I had to laugh, but. Again, if you're beginning, you need if you're putting it on the skin it needs to have a carrier oil. And you
1: only need one to two drops.
0: And you don't need. And you then need, when you're that's
1: the thing. You, you don't overdo it because you're just using up your it one drop can
0: And when you have a diffuser to let everybody know, you just you Put fill it with in. water and then you just add a couple mm-hmm. drops of your essential oil in there and then it just if I, like you said, the Christmas whole cloves and all that. It's just incredible how it smells and makes and it creates that 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 relaxation, yeah, that relax how the body feels. Anyway, so today, just to let everybody know, we talked a lot about just being aware mm-hmm. of the bathtub. Right. That the bathtub, we don't want to, and again, big part of that is is what you put on the body. We didn't really talk about cleaning products, but that would be in the same realm. That
1: would be like the last thing to, but yeah, they, so and you, they've got different.
0: And again, yourself. use our use our brand favorite handout because I get into we get into cleaning products, we get into deodorants, we get into toothpaste. Try some of these out. If you don't like it, experiment with it. But this stuff makes a huge difference over a period of time. And that's really Keep what that we get
1: that body burden down. Get
0: that body burden down, create that bathtub of health. Um but again, I, I wanted to bring you back because I I know you're, you know, you're gone, but I thought this is a topic that. Rarely do we talk about, rarely do I hear on a podcast. Right. But it also has a huge impact on that overall health of your of your lifestyle that we don't want to have that body burden start to build up. So as we wrap this up, again, great information. I always love sitting down talking to you. Is there anything you want to share parting thoughts
1: in in terms of just body care? Anything. Yeah. What I would say is just like everything else, this is a this is a continuum. It's it's not something you're gonna just it you just slowly I can t- consistently bring more and more things into my continuum and drop other things that I feel like mm, I don't know if that's working for me as much anymore. But because I feel like sometimes in the natural health space that we can get really overwhelmed with information. But really, just if you think about what nature is, nature goes back to basic basic things. And like I said, even like my cleaning products, I just decided to take all of it out that did, had, was a chemical, and I just use basically basic baking soda and distilled vinegar, and it does the job. I put some essential oils and some of these sprays that I make myself, and they smell good. And what Yeah, and I like you said, and,
0: uh, maybe uh, I'm leaving here today. I'm going to be just more aware that I'm going to dr- make sure I'm drinking enough water, right. and then I'm going to change my deodorant.
1: And just start simple. Do one thing yeah. as opposed to trying to do, change everything all at once. Right. I think that's where people get into the weeds a little bit and it can be a little overwhelming. But if you just slowly change things or, or maybe just bring your awareness to your products. What are your products? What's in them?
0: Yeah, you know? pull them out. Take a look at take them. look at them. And Put say, okay.
1: up there. Read it. Go, ooh, okay. Yeah,
0: maybe I'm right going to start with a one or two of these things. Yep. Because I like what you just said that both you and I both, we didn't start this way. We had the crummy toothpaste. We had—I remember having lava soap. We had Irish Dile. Springs. We had Dial. Dile.
1: Talk about stripping off some. Skin.
0: <laughs> no wonder I had some bad skin.
1: Antibacterial. We're soap. not
0: trying to beat anybody up, but we're just yeah. trying to create more awareness that hey, let's start with one step at a time. But I really like that. Again, I like that idea that I'm always trying to maybe look at something a little differently. How can I make an improvement? But mm-hmm. it's all steps, and just all try habits. To keep it simple. Try to make it simple over time. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for spending some time with your with your brother, my little sister that I love dearly. Everybody, have a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas. We're going to get into the new year. Toxicity. What's that?
1: (laughs) As we go into the toxicity.
0: Yeah, as I go, (laughs) I got to make sure my lymphatic system and everything else clean because I probably have too many cookies. Right. But anyway, everybody have a healthy holiday season. If you have any questions, reach out to us. We're always here to help, and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us.